Charlie parenting. Parents, you got to love them. There isn't a perfect parenting handbook. Well, that's what they say. I mean, if there was, my parents would be G's. These two like to read. Trust me. I would have had perfect parents. A teacher and a pastor. <laughs> Look at that. You will read, meditate, and recite a Bible verse from memory for nighttime family devotion. Those two are oblivious to the fact that we went to school and had to suffer all these pressures. And oh, you are so right. There was a daytime one too. Actually, a dawn one. No Bible verse, no Milo. Life was really hard. My relationship with my parents was, I'll say topsy-turvy, a roller coaster ride. But it would be extremely unfair to put it all on them. I know for a fact I wasn't easy to deal with, you know. I couldn't deal with myself. <laughs> How much more them? They couldn't tell. I mean, the number of times I've had to sit on the floor, dear. <laughs> I went to Asia and just blended in. <laughs> My sitting on the floor game was tight. Me, I won't talk. Oh, oh no, I won't argue. I was too busy licking the ice cream cup. I mean, say all you want and go. <laughs> I'll still do what I wanted. With my middle child syndrome and no motivation to talk at all, my strong-headed game was so serious, I was a hard partner to crack. My parents were, let's say, interesting. They still are so different, water and oil. It's impossible to discuss them together. So today, let's focus on the party booking for money spraying to buy papaya one. <laughs> yeah, papaya is a famous food joint in Ghana. A human alarm clock. For as long as I can remember, my mother wakes up at 4.30 a.m. Like clockwork to pray. Well, unless she's under the weather. We were made, to, we were made aware of this by her clapping. Look, <laughs> she could clap for Africa. <laughs> what this clapping meant was, <laughs> if you know what is best for you, you will get up. We literally will have to get out of bed or sit up just because. <laughs> On days when I couldn't, I'll lock myself in the bathroom. <laughs> Pretend to be doing the number two and sleep. So I'm just saying I have a sleep disorder. I have a sleep disorder. Look, my mother stomped, killed and buried sleep for my life. Now, you have no excuse. <laughs> you must make it. But in hindsight, mommy was strict though. Look, you better come correct before you think she has thought. She's always been five steps ahead. So before you move or make any decision, before you come to her, must envision the entire process and, and eliminate any loopholes. Your presentation, yes, your presentation must be excellent or else you're not going for that party. And if that item is not at the top of your skill of preference, of a list of needs and not wants, if you're not bringing anything to the table, what have you saved? My friend, you are not getting it. So I've grown up a planner, which has escalated into extreme planning. But you are praying about it. After all, is this not a therapy session? This training also instilled in me the ability to budget, distinguish between needs and wants. You're not living above our means. I mean, I reward myself occasionally on Apple Watch because that bicycle <laughs> didn't knock me down. Staying alive in this cruel world is hard. I lie. My mother believed in education. You will be educated by fire by force. <laughs> She's always said, I don't have physical wealth to leave you, but I'll definitely leave you with a good education. I tell you, she wasn't joking about that. Definitely. So we went to the best schools. Looking at her income, I don't know how she did it, but she did it. 
she labors so we too could slang some in it. <laughs> Play was not in her books. We dreaded holidays. Actually, <laughs> were there ever any? For us, every day was the same. Pray, learn, eat, sleep, repeat. When other kids slept and woke up to play, we were clubbed out of bed early to pray, clean, and get ready for homeschool. And on days when you knew she was out going out, you'll assume it didn't happen, right? No. You wake up to assignments, place at your designated place to sit, <laughs> and walk beside you. If she came back and it's not done, I mean, you wouldn't even dare. So I take my work seriously. Anything I put my hands to will be done well. I can't help it. That's how I was raised. It's better for you to overdo than to underdo. A very Ghanaian way of saying that mediocrity is not in your bloodline. I love reading. And understand if you don't because my brother dislikes it too. My mother made us read so much. Honestly, we had no free time on holidays. Holidays. We had to go to the British Council to read. You read... And I have to borrow your book. Once you go home, you had to write a report on the books you read there, as well as what you borrowed for a reward. Now, can you guess what that reward was? Well, you get to borrow the movies of the books you read to watch. <laughs> and then you have to write a report on that movie again for her to score. I mean, thinking about it now, I can see that she so played us. But being kids, we were excited. I think the excitement came from the fact that my father would watch it with us and explain the story to us. I mean, we knew the story already. After all, did we not read the book? The thing is, he was there. But he wasn't only there. He was present and smiling and comfortable. He was himself. The interesting thing is, later on in life, reading became my escape. My mother was giving me a gift, the ability to see the world and travel places sitting in the same spot. She was teaching me how to go on holiday for free teaching me how to perceive life through the eyes of others so I could be more understanding and tolerant of others. It's as if she knew that being a creative, I would struggle because the world would try to force me into this imaginary box. And I've never done well with being forced to talk about into a box of all things. Freedom for me is pertinent as my creative juices won't squeeze. My mother was teaching me how to live outside this imaginary box. She was liberating me. She dragged us to the edge of the cliff and eventually pushed us off. So we'd be forced to spread our wings and fly. My mother was teaching me how to fly. Okay, let's stop here. I'm sweating like a dieting elephant. And why will I not sweat? When, when my summer body has turned into a summer balloon. Also, the smell of this plantain, I can't concentrate. Until the cockroaches again, keep enjoying your killerwilly against your pure water. The sun, sunshine, and sunflowers. Chefney.